Life of my life. Tiger shark. A what? Did you take drugs, Danny? Okay. Good. You're a fucking dog. Fuck you too. Boring conversation anyway. So, Drew, what did we watch this? Leechman. <laughs> the Leechman is back. I didn't really know this when we decided, hey, let's watch this. Oh, that's but why then I you pointed it, it out. That's and you were like, it. hey, we did a David Leach film, Leech. It's uh, Leech. I still don't it's know. It's Leech. Oh, no, good. I looked it up this good. time, but it's Leech. Uh, and leech me. The Leechman did Atomic Blonde. Somebody leech me. Which we did couple episodes ago yeah and he did this movie bullet train mm-hmm. which came out this year yep. 2022 mm-hmm. a couple months ago yeah i believe so i think it came out i think it was like a weird like uh late fall okay you know but things come from uh you don't get that whole like straight to DVD or straight to the rental vibe anymore because of the yeah. pandemic. I think most things do just go straight to rental as well as like, yeah. You get like a week. It's kind of nice. You get a week or two in the in the movies, and then yeah. it's like rental. I remember watching a movie in theaters, and then you had to wait like three months. Oh my god! Yeah, maybe forever. more. I'm like, for when a can DVD? I buy? I, the first time that happened to me, I was like, when can I buy Transformers? I just saw I Transformers. Was, I just want to watch it. Yeah, over I was and that over way again. with like all of the Nolan movies. I'm like, okay, well, I need to. I need this on Blu-ray ASAP, right? Mm-hmm. And then you just wait months, eons. But now, yeah, you're right. It's either goes on. It's either on streaming already, or it goes to that, or you can yeah. at least rent or buy it. Yeah, and I feel like a lot of streaming services are are also picking them up fast. Like Bullet Train is on Netflix right now. And so, like, it, yeah. I mean, that's why I wouldn't. I wanted to do this movie, mm-hmm. but I didn't want to do it if we had to rent it because I sure I personally bought it because I was yeah. like, this movie. When I, after I watched it, I was like, this is this is a lot of fun. Yeah. Right? And so, then I saw it popped up on Netflix, and I was like, oh shit, that was really quick. Let's just do it while we have it here, and like, yeah. our audience can and watch it's it. new and it's yeah. topical. Yeah, I uh, I mean, we've rented movies before for this pod, but like we don't want to do that every time, so this was just kind of a nice happenstance. Yeah. But yeah, so it's a new movie. It's a fun one. I think it can appeal to somewhat of a broad audience because it's funny and it's action-packed and it's, it's violent. It's but violent, it's, yeah. But in like a... In a comedic way. Yeah, it's not like... At least it's for at dark, least for us, right? Yeah, like well, it's I think not like a serious violence. It's more of like fun action violence. Yeah, I mean, well, we're not talking like like this isn't John Wick, right? So like yeah. Leech helped with John Wick one, um, and has helped with a lot of like he was. We can get into it later about his career, but he was like a stunt man and then a stunt coordinator oh, okay. and now a director. And so nice. I okay. think it kind of shows where it goes from like John Wick to Bullet Train to mm-hmm. Atomic Blonde, like a lot of these fast-paced, violent uh, stunts that are going on, like mm-hmm. these action-packed sequences. And um, this one just is more comedic. It's not like you don't have Atomic Blonde where like you know the, most like the people are dying and you're like, oh shit, she's like fucking all these people up. Or it's like John Wick where he's like 
insanely rolling all over the ground and shooting like you're mm-hmm. la- you're kind of laughing at some of the deaths here yeah i think the stakes are lower in this yeah like ultimately whoever's gonna die is like objectively a bad person because they're paid assassins like for the most part yeah not not everyone but and then brad pitt's character ladybug he's the protagonist of the movie he's the quote-unquote good guy he's the one you root for but still he's he's an assassin right he's like a he's like a he's the pacifist assassin right which is just which helps an oxymoron yeah because your your main character is this guy who is going to therapy Mm -hmm. for being a snatch and grab assassin because i don't think he i don't it seems throughout the movie he's like I'm just a snatch and grab guy like that's kind of his mo like yeah. he just he's he's in and he's out and if he has to kill people he does but he he's not like a uh, he's not given a necessary like a human target like a target yeah. yeah and so like he's just over it and he's mm-hmm. been going to therapy and then he's like all right well I gotta come back and like you know make my money or whatever I yeah. have to do to get back in and the reason why he is and he's just trying to find every way not to like hurt people mm-hmm. to where he basically in the middle of the i mean not even the middle of the movie this movie is deceptively long but, yeah there's parts uh, where you think it's gonna end yeah and but it like at quarter of the way through he looks at lemon mm-hmm. and he's just like you can take the the briefcase yeah and, and i want to talk about off. that scene too but yeah yeah th- this movie goes in so many different directions and it's because the characters are so wacky mm-hmm. right yeah but and I think all of that just helps the tone of the movie uh, on top of a lot of other things that we can get into, but that just makes it a little bit more, I get like lighthearted, right? Mm -hmm. So that's where that tone comes in and the killing doesn't have as much weight. Yeah. Some characters it does because you, you do kind of care and like certain characters, but it's not like atomic blonde where, it's the cold war and it's like an agent deep undercover. Yeah. And it's just, that's just way more intense and, and dark. So yeah, it's just, it's kind of, all right. So the way I would describe this movie and like, I don't like you said it, it would, it appeal to a lot, like a broad audience. Right. I think that it's a very fast-paced movie and very witty, yeah. and I think that a lot of like very quick, witty, remarked movies don't get great reviews uh, because people can't grasp the jokes that are being said in front of them. They, yeah, like, people kind of need it to be like almost written out, like on right. the screen, and so like a lot of the banter that goes on between lemon and tangerine like builds this movie or just a lot of the banter between every like character when they interact with each other Mm -hmm. is uh, the dialogue serves a greater purpose. It's like an insanely greater purpose. Yeah. Movie. And it's so it's, it's great. It's funny. Yeah. And there's so many layers to this movie with everybody has a backstory, which we see. Yeah. Everybody has their own like quirks and personalities, which is great because it makes the characters actually characters, not just, you know, just these one offs bodies. Like, yeah. And yeah, it's just, there's so much to talk about because there's just so much going on in the movie. Yeah. But and it's also like, they, they do a good job at keeping it very like colorful too. Yeah. Like that once we watched atomic blonde and then we, 
I watched Atomic Blonde after I saw Bullet Train for the first time, I was like, oh, that makes sense. Like, Leech kind of has this thing where he, like, brings out certain colors for the... And this is, like, this whole movie. Like, look at this scene right here where mm-hmm. the Hornet's fighting Ladybug. Like, it's green. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, there's a lot of green going on. Like, each fight scene almost has its own color to it and they're all different yeah you know what i mean so it's it's very colorful whereas like atomic blonde's more of that like darker cold war it makes you feel very cold war yeah but like also like her i feel like her colors are like that like blue that like colder neon blue mm-hmm. um kind of just like how it's spray painted in the yeah yeah i know what you're saying card. and i think with this this movie it works super well because it is an action movie and so if you're gonna have all these different action scenes all on a train yeah like this whole movie takes place in the train yeah. i mean there's you there's know stuff cuts on outside, the platform but, and sometimes yeah but or, or the flashbacks yeah. but for the most part this the main story points happen on the train and that's where all the fights happen that's where the conversations happen so you have to change the setting something somewhat so the different cars have different lights different decorations so i think they did a really good job of making the setting change and still be interesting throughout the entire movie because it is all technically in one location so that helps a bunch with the colors and lights and it just it keeps things new and fresh for the audience yeah i was i like it's funny when I realized that Leach directed this when I did the research on Atomic Blonde. And I was like, that, like, it makes sense now because it's very, like, even just looking at the main poster, just very colorful in its mm-hmm. own sense. And it's like, you know, the the story honestly feels like you're getting, like, this is way too deep into it. But it's all, it's all it literally is like a rainbow in a sense. Like, you're getting different parts, yeah. like, different these different things that all collide into one. Like, it's mm-hmm. a big... A big fate, like it's a big spider web. Yeah, it is all part of one giant picture, right? And one, you, you kind of get it yeah. sporadically thrown at you, mm-hmm. um, and it it all connects. Yeah, so that's that's just that's just so appealing and cool. And when when you connect things, and then the movie connects things, sometimes you beat the movie to it, or yeah when the movie shows and you're like, ah, this or that. And even if it's not stuff super spelled out, cause some of it isn't No, but yeah. I mean, I saw things like the reason I bought this movie because it was so fun to watch, but I knew there was going to be stuff that I would go back and I wouldn't, I didn't catch the first time. And so mm-hmm. watching this was my second time watching it. And I went back and I like caught it. Like I caught more stuff. Okay. And I was like, oh shit. Like, yeah. Okay. Um, because it just it does move fast and like i'm not gonna lie the best way to watch this movie and the best way it serves you is if you have the subtitles on because they go they go fast i almost turned them on when the movie started but i just i kind of don't like to do that on the first watch yeah just because i like to see the visuals that's going on subtitles can kind of distract me a little bit but but yeah speaking of just how fast it is it's as um, fast as a bullet train, baby. Exactly, baby. <laughs> the, I think that also serves like. I think that also serves a purpose for today's audience of people with shorter attention spans. Yeah, for sure. And it, the story is constantly moving. 
there's constantly new things being introduced and a lot of that is like new characters or flashbacks that help explain things yeah there's a like sometimes there's a step forward in the story and two steps back and then you Mm -hmm. jump back to where you were and like there's a lot of bouncing around and it's it's done so well that you still enjoy the movie yeah and you don't get distracted from it but it will build Mm -hmm. it takes you away from like the story at hand to build the story yeah it's just wild i i don't really remember another movie kind of like that like we've seen movies in chapters before yeah and like flashbacks are obviously a thing like we've seen that before but to this extent to be such a big part of the story throughout the whole story like even to the end we get it yeah and it's it's just so fun to watch and i think it helps keep the attention span in the movie even though it is like you're saying kind of it's not like necessarily a super long movie it's two hours I it's think. just deceivingly long yeah. yeah it's two hours but like you feel like it should be over and then it's mm-hmm. like oh shit there's like 30 minutes left right right and it kind of kind of if i have one critique i feel like it does kind of drag on a little bit at the end yeah but i still enjoy it i still think it's great and it and it still introduces some new things at the end and resolves some things at the end where if they just cut it short, some things might not have seemed as resolved Yeah, because they do build up a lot of story and, you know, I mean, when I watch this character arcs, I feel like the way to finish the way that I described it to mm-hmm. you is like, basically if it just, it felt like a very like ADHD movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's a lot going on and you're right. Like, I feel like that shows to the, the short form of, uh, the way that we consume media nowadays, mm-hmm. like TikTok's quick, like mm-hmm. TikTok's like the new Instagram and like everyone's moving to that platform to see stuff. And it's just like these quick videos. And like, if you watch it, uh, I feel like the editing is also like that. There's a lot of jumping between editing. Cause mm-hmm. like, I mean, we get, we get ladybug trying to get off the train and right as he pulls up to like that first platform, the wolf is there and yeah. like they're, they like are just about to fight and then it cuts yeah and then it cuts quickly to like tangerine and lemon bantering Mm -hmm. and then it cuts to uh prince and the father like talking and Mm -hmm. it goes between those two back and forth for a second and then it goes back to yeah ladybug and And then you're kind of like oh yeah this and then that and then you're invested again in a way yeah yeah it's yeah the editing's nuts but it's it's so it's not shitty. It's, no, it's like, yeah. Like, you could have really fucked this up by doing that. But it's such a big part of the movie, and a lot of a lot of the humor comes from the edits. Like, yeah. one of my favorite scenes is when Tangerine and Ladybug are fighting. Uh, In the quiet car? Or no? No, not that part, but Ladybug kicks Tangerine off the bullet train. Oh yeah, at yeah, the platform, yeah. oh, and when then Tangerine like, runs and jumps onto the train, and he's and just, midair, and it just, it just cuts. cuts. Yeah, <laughs> and I just busted out laughing because that's so. That's so it's preposterous. Funny. Yeah, it's like, ridiculous. Why would you ever do that? Yeah, it's, it's absolutely ridiculous. But it also makes so much sense because, like, why not? You know, he's gonna land on the train. You know, he's not gonna just fall. I mean, if he we're just not leaving fell. this character back, right? right? And if he just fell we would have seen that we wouldn't yeah. show him we wouldn't cut back to that show him like beat up because he fell and he's like way back two stops away like who cares about that yeah but it's so funny because it just kind of leaves that unknown but also the 
Like, and it just no shows him crawling up. I mean, this for everybody who's like, I can't watch this movie. It's not realistic. Like this movie isn't supposed to be realistic. I would say after doing my research on it, I saw someone say, uh, this is basically a live action anime. And I re- like it is. Like that, okay, I feel like yeah. this is like the closest you can get to live action like anime mm-hmm. without making it look plasticky or, or like too like, you know, cartoony. Like yeah, there's this, definitely some. He jumps on the fucking train, yeah, and then crawls up it and punches a hole and then yeah. headbutts into it. Uh-huh. And like all the fight scenes are just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Like the end fight scene when, uh, they have all the swords and shit and they're just like cutting through chairs and like yeah. it's just it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, and I think you got to just surrender to that. Yeah, that's I mean, that's why it's fun is because yeah. it's so absurd, but it's why like not comedically absurd? Yeah, why not just see something crazy? Why do we, why do we have to make it hyper realistic? I yeah. mean, there's definitely times for that, and I do like those movies, but this is a it's a fun movie, and I we just keep saying that, but it is. It's the characters, it's the colors. So why limit yourself? to reality yeah when you can go an extra step for a laugh or to make this scene a little cooler like they're hanging out of the bullet train at one point mm-hmm. holding on to each other just like it's just ridiculous like they get the snake thing yeah is ridiculous there's so much stuff that's going on that's mm-hmm. ridiculous and it's like the way that they tell it too is just the breadcrumbs of stuff like in mm-hmm. the beginning you get that ad of that person being like yeah. the zookeeper being like uh this insanely venomous snake is out on and it's loose mm-hmm. and people are like oh shit and then like that comes back later yeah. like and at first i thought that was maybe what was in the briefcase and then we realized it's just money yeah and or we're told that and then i was like oh well, what's going on with the snack and snack yeah, I'm a snack. Because uh, some stuff you you do think to yourself, oh, like when is this gonna circle back or what is this about? And some stuff you forget. You and forget then when it does circle and then back, it you're circles. Like, oh. you, yeah, it gets you. There's a lot of moments you're like, oh fuck, okay, mm-hmm. you know. Um, should we go through like the sequence of how it happens, or do we just do oh. the sporadic like the movie? Ah, uh, I I feel like to keep. I feel like we almost have to go either In by sequence. character or yeah. by sequence to to catch everything. Otherwise, we're just going to miss it. But All right. Well, I have all the characters written down here. Let's do it. Let's go by character. Okay. So <laughs> the first one that we're introduced to mm-hmm. is the father, right? Right. I believe he's the father. I, I didn't yeah. catch it. It's just they, he's labeled the father. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and we see him and his son who is in the hospital, in the hospital, who you then learn gets pushed off a roof mm-hmm. um, from By the prince. The prince. Yeah. Um, and like. It's kind of confusing because you're just there and then you have the elder there, but you don't know it's the elder yet. And it's mm-hmm. just like kind of confusing, like this person is upset because their kid's dead. And then all of a sudden they have a gun and it's like bullet train yeah that uh, that was the most serious part of the movie was yeah. like that beginning and i was like oh okay like this is kind of dark kind of a dark tone and then well they did a song but it was like a, it was a like a foreign cover it was staying alive by the bgs <laughs> and then they introduced brad pitt and La- as ladybug uh-huh. and he's just instantly a goober yeah all right but i don't want to get 
<laughs> into Ladybug too too much yet. So we're back to the father. So the father is going on to the train, and he has he has a note that basically says, "I'm the one who pushed your kid off. I'm in this seat." Yeah, and he finds her, and it's the prince. Yep. And she basically holds him hostage the entire movie. Yeah. She does that by giving him a gun. Yep. But by saying, if I don't... If I don't make a phone call every, like, 30... Minutes yeah, 10 something. minutes or something, I have somebody watching your kid in the hospital, mm-hmm. I'm going to kill your kid. Yeah. Um. So you have to make sure I'm going to use you mm-hmm. to kill the white death. Yeah. Uh, so... Use you as my pawn. Yeah. Right. So um, the father, the father gets f- kind of fucked up the uh-huh. whole movie. Yeah, there is no like if he doesn't walk away at the end, like that is just a depressing character. That's there's, true. He's just there's. Do they explain why he wasn't near his kid? He just wasn't attentive, and I, the kid. No, I don't. I don't think they did. I think that was part of it is he had such a guilt because he wasn't there for his kid. It wasn't yeah. like he couldn't do anything about it. It's that he just wasn't there to do anything. Yeah. He's so. like the most normal guy too, because yeah. when you realize this later when he's like fighting in the end too, like it's not like he's got like sick moves, like all these other pe- all these right. other assassins. He's just kind of like, I've been shot and I'm fucking yeah. bleeding out and trying to survive. Shot in the gut. There's no way that dude would even be able to walk. I, yeah, but, I, yeah. But that's it. That's again part of the like unrealistic just to make the movie better. And when he does get shot by Lemon. Yeah, he lemon gets shot by him, Lemon. Right? Yeah, Lemon shoots him because he thinks. Lemon thinks the father's the diesel. Yeah, well, they do is, They do the close your eyes and count to three, and then mm-hmm. the prince, like, points at him, and he gets shot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, So, and he did that, or he also didn't point at her to save his he son. He didn't do anything, yeah, yeah. He just... Or to, yeah, whatever. So, and then at that point, you think he's dead, because he gets shot in the gut. They drag him into the like, fucking bathroom, oh. and yeah. You're like, oh, that fucking sucks for the father. It's like, what's going to happen to the kid? But you're right. It's uh, they don't they don't leave that movie on that note. They bring him. They, they bring, bring him, him back. back later. Um, there's multiple times in this movie where like someone's dead and like no they're not. Yeah. Uh, and so he gets brought in. Uh, he gets brought into the fight and then ends up saying that the elder is his father. Mm-hmm. Um, and the father helps fight everybody until the yeah. end, and is able to walk away. Yeah. So yeah, the father's basically the most normal. He's like the average man. He's he's the one that has really the highest stakes because everyone else is concerned about themselves dying. Yeah. The father's concerned about his son dying. Yeah. He doesn't really care about himself, so that's that's one difference between him and and everyone else, really. Yeah. He's got to take care of a father. They have like a quote in it. It's like a father takes care of their family or family. Yeah. It's a big thing. Yeah. Then. So we go. We good with the father. I think that I think that's the father. He's pretty. He's pretty simple because we could just I could talk about all these characters. a lot. So let's go next. Next. We have then Ladybug is introduced to us. Yeah. Protagonist. Protagonist. Brad. The Brad. Protagonist. Just quirky, funny, 
Goober. Dude's a goober he immediately. Is a goober. He's he's wearing a he fucking full bucket hat yeah. and glasses and a green jumpsuit. Yeah. With I mean, they look like Stan Smiths. Mm-hmm. I I wish they were just Stan Smiths because right. I, I mean, but just a goober. He's yeah. just he's talking to just his American handler. white tennis shoe. Yeah, just yeah, being a goon dude. the whole time. The relationship with the handler is hilarious. I think yeah. Your therapist might be forgetting what you do for a living, little ladybug. Ladybug. Mm-hmm. Your new operational name. Ladybug. Really? You don't like it. You like it. I like it. If you like it, all right. What? Because it's it's such a great way for him to express how he's changed as an agent yeah. to the audience. Otherwise, we wouldn't really know. Like, if he just puts the gun away, we're kind of like, oh, does he not want to kill? Like, what's he doing? Yeah. But him, it's a, it's basically to, able to take his his thoughts, his thoughts yeah. and, and explain them to the audience. In a non-corny, like, uh, voiceover monologue yeah. way, right? It's not just, like, him doing something and being like, oh, man. That oh, was gee. crazy. Yeah. I don't know if I can do this. <laughs> it allows him to just release what's on his conscience. So he gets on the train. He's there to do an extract, a uh, snatch and grab. Mm-hmm. And he's filling in for Carver, who is Fucking out Carver. sick with some stomach issue. Yeah. Because Carver he has hot boy tummy issues. He that hates day. that guy. And he's uh, like, Carver, I'm filling in for Carver. He's like, what the f-? He's like, and they're like, yeah, Carver. you wanted an easy assignment. <laughs> yeah. So he gets on the train. Uh, and obviously one of the like literally the protagonist because he's like the face of the movie. Well, we also we also see he's a tiny bit clumsy because when he bumped into the father, he drops a key. He drops. Yeah, he drops the the locker key with all of his stuff in it and his ticket, train ticket. So he has cuz this whole underlying thing is that he's bad luck and that's why his handler then gives him Ladybug the, as yeah, the, the nickname cuz it's lucky. Yeah. And like he steps on the he steps and almost gets hit by a truck. Mm-hmm. Um and then he's talking about all the stuff how he's like that's why he's going to therapy because he feels like he's done so much bad stuff that he's trying to turn his life around with like karma he's getting very mm-hmm. spiritual talking about Zen gardens yeah. and all this stuff yeah and I and I think one of the best parts about that whole character trait is that he tries to enlighten other people yeah he when it mid fight with other people it's not personal to him to him it's like hey man i don't want to talk about this yeah we can settle this Mm -hmm. but unbeknownst to him people think he's the same way they are and just out for blood and last man standing where he's just like we neither of us need to die no we can talk about this and get through it and it, it creates hilarious situations like that image that we just saw it's when he goes up to lemon yep and he basically says, hey, I'm the one with the briefcase that you're looking for. I'll give it to you. Yeah. We can walk off this train and we don't have to do anything. Yeah. And then that's that was that would have been the end of that. Yeah. But Lemon just can't even. Well, so the thing is, is that he is like, see, Lemon's like, I can I would do that. But you killed our. Like our like the person that we we're trying to get. And so. Ladybug oh, thinks he's talking about the wolf. Right. And so he admits to it because he's like, how do you know that? Right. And like they're sitting right, right, right. next to 
I don't know uh, what, what do they even name the Red Death's kid. I just the I White mean, Death's Lemon, kid. The White Death's kid. Uh, he just calls him Percy. I don't know. It's right? the guy from Maze Runner. Yeah. No, he's not. He's from Percy Jackson. He's the one for Percy Jackson. All right. Maze Runner we'll, is Dylan O'Brien. So we'll call him Percy. But because well, he gets the Percy sticker too, because <laughs> uh, yeah. Lemon gives him the Percy. He's like. He's like, you're here, but you're not too bright. And he like flicks the sticker on his head. And the Thomas the Tank. Uh, we'll get to that when we talk yeah, about Lemon. It's, it's just so the bit so, so great throughout the whole movie. Um, so, so yeah, at Ladybug. Um, before he had that talk, he gets the briefcase. He goes. He's trying to get off the train. He's got it, and then he runs into the wolf, mm-hmm. and. The we wolf thinks, to, yeah. The wolf thinks that he is a part of his backstory, and mm-hmm. that he's the one who killed his wife. So he's trying to kill him. So he's trying to kill him, and that's just that doesn't go well. A great that's like that's when you get your first fight scene with him, mm-hmm. and he's like, I don't like. He's like, I don't even know you. He's like, I'm come for revenge, and he's like, what? Yeah, I don't even know you, bro. And then he stabs him. And he's like, did she just fucking stab me? Like that dialogue makes me laugh. Yeah, I feel like in most movies when someone's trying to, uh, like, ah, gosh, how do you say it? I feel like in most movies when somebody's trying to absolve a fight or stop a fight in the like a in mid fight, yeah, they'll get pushed around and they'll be like, "All right, f you," and then they just go off. He never does that. He never no. gets her. He always, he, he goes defending. until yeah he goes until something happens to where they can't fight anymore and in the wolf's case it's when he threw the knife at ladybug and it at. bounced off the briefcase and back into his oh heart my. it was so ridiculous <laughs> yeah I mean there is a part where Brad I or Brad Pitt ladybug basically like does like use the briefcase to like hit his neck a couple of times and try to like sure. defend himself against like the knife. But then, yeah, he gets thrown to the ground. It's not like he's not fighting. No, he's no. just not actively killing. Yeah. In a way. He's and it's just the most to, ridiculous yeah. stuff. And it, it's funny because as Ladybug goes on, he's like, I'm so unlucky, but there's so many times where like luck is on his side in this yeah. movie. It's like, a, it's a trade off. And it's interesting to see because like Prince has it too. Mm-hmm. And so like, you're like, whose luck is going to run out first sure. kind of vibe. Um, I feel like Ladybug doesn't realize the luck that, that he, he has. That he has, though. He only sees the bad luck. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so we go further on, and he, at that point, then realizes that the twins are there um, mm-hmm. and that he remembers them from Johannesburg and that he goes up to talk to Lemon and tries to give him the case because he just wants to get off the train. To me, that's still such a wild scene because that's just so against what any movie would do. Yeah, yeah, and if you're being hunted by someone, the last thing you do is go up and confront them in these movies. They're always trying to hide or run away. So it's just such an interesting scene. Yeah. It's just so different. It's, I mean, that... That quiet car scene right. is probably one of the best scenes yeah. in the movie. Because that was the one that I saw in the trailer for this. Because I remember seeing this in like trailers over the summer mm-hmm. and being like, I don't know how good that's going to be. Yeah. You know? This movie was marketed pretty heavily. It was marketed heavily, and it made me think, like, I don't know if I'm going to like it. Yeah. But it was good. I feel like, and I know this is just me 
for a lot of for the most part but if brad pitt's in something i'll watch it yeah because i feel like he's not going to be in something that's not good yeah yeah yeah. you know i mean you get that like this is going to be a good movie it's it's marketed well Mm -hmm. you know yeah, the bo- like it's gonna be they're using Brad Pitt to pull in a good box office, but Brad Pitt's some. also doing something a little bit out of the ordinary. He's playing a goober. Yeah, he this dude. And that's just goober. fun to watch. It it's is. fun to see a serious actor and someone who usually plays serious roles or whatever. Just because he's also just like a, such a cool dude. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like we're talking. Uh, we're talking Tyler fucking, Durden from Fight Club. We're talking Lieutenant Aldo Rain. Yeah, from The Bastards. We're talking like this dude Cliff Booth. This dude from Hollywood pisses excellence in movies. Yeah, and he brings this like comedic goober role to this film. But you also know he can kick ass. Yeah, I mean, there's no time. Like he he does a lot of stuff. In that whole scene in the in the quiet car, like he's pretending to have a gun underneath mm-hmm. the the seat and then there's parts where he's like really good at close hand-to-hand combat Mm -hmm. against lemon and then even the part he like does this weird like drop kick thing that every time i watch it i'm like what like he does like he like drop kicks lemon like from a like a close proximity (laughs) and it just like looks goofy because he like falls onto the floor and i'm like what the fuck like this movie's just so ridiculous but like yeah, there's no like every time you see him go against somebody, you uh-huh. feel that he is even matched, if not yeah. better. Like he fights the Hornet, he fights, you right. know, he's fighting the most people because he fights everybody. Essentially. Yeah, so you can see how, and he ultimately he does best pretty much everyone, right? Yeah. So ultimately he is the best fighter. Yeah. So as the movie goes on, even though he is that kind of goofy guy still you know he can kick ass so it's kind of a weird dynamic where at the end of the movie where they're going up against the white death and everyone yeah you're kind of like oh this normal guy because he just kind of does at that point he's just wearing a white t-shirt he's got the ponytail he's taking everything off he's just yeah kind of like oh he looks just kind of like the most normal normal guy right now but it's like no he's right there with the rest of them he can do it yeah, and I mean, like, he's used differently also throughout the movie because, like, he's fighting people. I mean, there's so much shit that happens to him because he gets fucking bit by the snake again. <laughs> he gets, he gets, he has the to fight, fight the, against hornet, the hornet, yeah, which was insane. Like, super smart. Mm-hmm. Uh, she, I love how that all comes out. How he pulls out the hit list and is looking through the pictures of her, and mm-hmm. he's like, "Oh my god." the pastry yeah. chef and it, then he's holding like the picture and he like pulls it away and she's mm-hmm. right there and like that's and i think right before that scene they showed they re-showed the news clip of, of the, the snake, snake yeah. so they always they do such a good job of of transitioning to the next thing where you're like and sometimes you don't even really realize it until that transition happens and you're like, oh, that's why they just showed this. Because yeah. a lot of times you're like, oh, why are they showing us this? I don't know. And then you're like, oh, it's the Hornet. Like, that's the bad person. So Yeah. And then she just appeared, right? And then it's like, oh, fuck, okay, here we go. Next, yeah. Next boss in a way. It's it's very interesting. And he, I mean, like, he's fighting Tangerine at one point and they get sucked out of the fucking train and then they come back in and, like, they're, like, like 
face to face and then his phone rings mm-hmm. and he's like are you gonna get that and he's like no he's like it could be important he's like fuck all right you're gonna get that no you probably ought to get that it could be important no okay maybe it's important fuck. yeah and then the white dust like we're gonna kill you fuck you um and then he that the scene where he's like well do they know what lemon looks like and he's like no so then they go out and yeah. he's holding the, a fake briefcase well, well, tangerine and lem- and and yeah tangerine so he goes out with tangerine ladybug and ladybug onto the dock, um, yeah onto the platform i can't talk <laughs> and because they're getting pressure from the white death to be like hey, where's the kid where's show the us yeah, yeah. Um, and he goes out there and Tangerine's talking and then all of a sudden fucking Ladybug pulls out this shitty English. It sounds more Australian. It's so funny. It's so bad. What does he say? Oh, dude, I don't know. Have you opened the case? Nah, of course not. Do you know what? I never asked for the combination. You know what I mean? Keep it safe that way. Yeah. So no one gets greedy. And, and then he, he just fucking... He slaps the combination lock and like rolls the... Rolls Lock the for right, some reason. He rolls and, the right combination from yeah. slapping it because they're like, "Did you look inside the briefcase?" And they're like, "No. Why would we look in this in the briefcase? I'm all business." And then he slaps it, and all the fucking shit falls out of it, and it's all like lingerie. Yeah, and it's so funny. And, and then, then his just, when when they go back into the bolt into the train, and Tangerine's just livid, and then dude, Ladybug just feels so bad. He's just like, I don't. He's like, I don't know, man. I have like this bad luck thing. I just, you know, I, I hit it and it just fell. God, I'm so sorry. It's like, like we so almost like, had him. Yeah, we, yeah. <laughs> it's like they, it's like they lost a sale or something. Like, just we just almost had it. I feel like that goes to show how charismatic Brad Pitt is, just with mm-hmm. any any actor or actress. Like, yeah, he he just makes every fight scene memorable that he has. Mm-hmm. Uh and so, I mean, so we get to the point where they're back on the train and then uh, he he wants to get off at the next stop and Tangerine won't let him. And then he's stalling for Tangerine to wait until it's been a minute for the doors because that's the whole thing is you have a one-minute stop at mm-hmm. every platform. Yeah. And he is just giving him some bullshit Zen advice uh spiritual advice and then looks at and you're like oh my god he's planning this and he's looking at his time and then he kicks him off the in yeah. onto the platform and he's like laughing at him as he kicks him off and it's just it's great because then i think after that you actually don't really see him for a while yeah there's there's a break it goes it goes to like lemon and all his thing mm-hmm. and then the next time you see ladybug is he runs in right when tangerine uh, sees the prince as Diesel, and I was like, "Oh my god, execute this bitch now!" Because yeah. he puts the sticker on the end of his barrel, and mm. I was like, "Yes!" Uh-huh. Uh, and he comes in and he sh- he gets in a fight with Tangerine and shoots him in the neck, and like even that's dark. Like he's spitting yeah. blood everywhere. It's so and like well, it, the gun fires and we don't see what happens, and it cuts back to him, and he's just 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 and like that. Like, and that fuck, was ironic like, because. <laughs> Yeah, and that was ironic because Lemon and 
Tangerine were talking about the bulletproof vest. Yeah. And Tangerine was like, are you wearing your vest, Lemon? And Le- and Lemon was like, no. If I'm going to, like, what happens if I get shot in my neck? Yeah. And then it turns out Lemon was wearing the vest, and then Tangerine got shot. It's just, it was sad. And yeah. It was really sad. Oh, I just thought of another great scene. We just we like, gotta we gotta run through the characters because real quick, just like the just like the movie, we're gonna jump back. So, at the very beginning, when Ladybug takes the briefcase, yeah, and like he does something where he hides it. Tangerine's following him, and then Tangerine is at the end of a car, and then you just see Ladybug behind him. Just get out of his seat and, and just, just sprint. sprint. Oh my god, Brad down. Pitt just like yeah. running, just like hoofing it's so, it. He like th- yeah, is he. So that's when he fucking. That's when Brad or when Ladybug finds one of our first cameos, Yo, which yeah. is Channing Tatum, and he's yeah. like, "You want to make two hundred bucks?" And he's like, Channing Tatum's like, "Is this a sex thing?" He's like into it, kind of. Yeah. He's like, "Nope." Oh, <laughs> he's like, "Oh yeah, no, whatever you want, man." That's <laughs> yeah. so good. Hey bro, wanna make an easy two hundred bucks? Was this like a sex thing nope and then he throws oh. like firecrackers that he got from his locker yeah. and Tangerine's like what the fuck and it's like brad pitt just like sprinting yeah, just, he just he looks like a goober it's he's so funny a goober sprinter just great run uh all right so yeah should we move on to the next character or yeah. i guess we can wrap up late i mean yeah like the end scene the train crashes and he he's has the there. most he flies through the train. He lands on Just the mummy. Couldn't be luckier. Whatever. I don't even know what that. Uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, I can't remember. But he lands on the stuffed animal. Yeah, and he gets out. Costume. Uh, and then he's gonna get shot by the Red Death, and the Red Death had the C4 gun and blows it. He's like, yeah. "Don't call me, bro." But we also it, find out, I think, because we have to jump jump back. Yeah. Is right before the whole climax. Ladybug goes out to distract the White Death. Um, and finds out the whole plot point of why everyone's there and that the white death wanted to kill Carver. Mm-hmm. And he's like, what? He's like, I'm not Carver. I'm filling in for Carver. Yeah. And like, so he was about to take the fall for Carver again. Yeah. Which is just ridiculous. Um, and yeah. And so I like how he levels with the white death. Of like, Hey man, I know Carver's not, not the, the coolest be- not person. The yeah, yeah. <laughs> he sucks. Um, so that's really good. Yeah, that's their great character. Best. You, yeah. I I don't want to say like no one else could have played Ladybug, but I feel like that was it just have been such good. a such a good cast. So perfect. Pull. Massive pull. Yeah. So David Leach and Brad Pitt go back because David Leach was Brad Pitt's stunt double. Oh, in Fight Club! Wow. Uh, okay. Troy. Okay. And Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Nice. And so they, he was a stunt double, and then David Leach ended up becoming a stunt coordinator, and now now a director. So they had history. So he was able to pull Brad Pitt for this movie. That's so cool, right? Th- and that makes so much sense for David Leach to be a stunt coordinator to do these movies, just because he yeah he just not knows like, what he wants to see. Yeah. Yeah, it's not like they're the craziest Mission Impossible type stunts, but what they do is really cool and yeah, detailed and just fun to watch. I mean, people are flopping around the fucking train. Yeah, you can you can pad a set, but it still hurts being thrown against shit. Yeah, um, yeah. Next character. So I think we got to do two of them. I think we got to do the twins. 
together. Yeah, so the twins, there's Lemon and Tangerine. Lemon and Tangerine. And we're introduced to them really early on, pretty much right when Ladybug boards the train. You don't even know they're twins at first. You just think they're just like buddies yeah, just bantering. And they probably have the best dialogue back and forth with each other. Yeah, I think so. Well, they have such a history yeah. of actually being like twins and yeah. brothers from... I would say they were the most, they were the the biggest. Honestly, I got more emotional for their mm-hmm. emotional connection than I did between the father and the son. I did too. I I'm I agree with you. Like that. That was to me the worst death. Yeah, but it's because you see their relationship, like a father and son relationship. You don't. We didn't see that one. Mm-hmm. You can, you know, you can know that a father son relationship, what it's like, but you don't actually see how they act together and the emotion when something happens to one another so yeah yeah. you get the banter of like the whole like this this is the code names we're using Mm -hmm. yeah tangerine and lemon and they're they're like like, why about that yeah they're bitching about that and then and they got percy over here just like asleep so we wake up we find out that they're they have a brief they have the briefcase and they have percy and they were hired because they're basically the best because yeah. they did the flashback to the Bolivia job where they're just shoving human remains in a so I feel like they're like watching that happen it's weird because like they both look horrified when they flash back to that they both like take their goggles off and they're like what the fuck like, but, but like, I think it's like a what the fuck did we just do yeah <laughs> or like, like we ha- just murdered like and 30 people there was that great scene that really has nothing to do with the movie other than just for some fun action where they count, they have they recount their body count earlier and, that day on how yeah. they got Percy on the train. Yeah. Which is great. They're what are they? It was 16. It was 17, 16, but the they civilian. said, but he said 17. Yeah. yeah. And then it goes through that action sequence and it shows you how they kill them. They're like mm-hmm. listing off the numbers of what they said. Yeah. And it's hilarious. It's great. I mean, it, it does show them getting Percy. Yeah. And it's like they they rescued him as a hostage, and they just like don't fucking care. Like at one point, like Tangerine flips Percy out of the thing the and uses him as like something to fight the people with swords. And he's like, yeah. "There's always assholes with swords." Yeah. And it's it's so funny. They go through that whole scene, and it's just so ridiculous. And their banter is like the dialogue that they have between each other since they've had such a, a long history. I wrote this down as like. They're in the car driving away, and they're like, "Oh, I for- I forget exactly what he says, but he's like, oh, how about like a, a str- how about it's time for like a strawberry tart or something,' which is like a move that they were doing. He's like, how about oh, yeah. a wagon wheel?' And he's yeah. like, "All right," and they like spin yeah. the car around and like shoot the cars, and they flip over, and it's just ridiculous action packed. Uh-huh. And then like later, when they're when uh, Percy gets bit by the hornet, uh they are like, how are we going to make the white death think that his kid's still alive? And he's like, uh, the old uh, Punch and Judy or something. <laughs> and you're like, what the fuck are they talking about? And he's like, yeah. he's like, hey, lemon's hiding behind dead. him and, he's and like, moving his arm. to your fucking fans. It's so funny. It's just, it's ridiculous. Yeah. And I love how Tangerine's always like, I'm, I'm a professional. Let me do my job. And he's just preaching that. Yeah. Whereas Lemon's, philosophy comes from thomas the tank just everything train is it train 
No, it's Thomas the Tank Engines. Thomas the Tank Engines, but they're trains. But they're trains. That's what they are. They are trains. Yeah. But that's that's part of the joke throughout. Is like yeah. someone's like Thomas the Train, and he's like Thomas the Tank. That, oh, I'm that's telling part, you, that's part of the joke. <laughs> I see. It's Thomas. Well, Thomas. Well, hold on. The actual show is Thomas the Tank Engine. Yes. Right. Yeah. But and they, so people but say Thomas the Train Engine, and he's like Thomas the Tank. Thomas like the he. Tank. Has corrects to keep, them he has time. to correct them, yeah. Um, so and we have a, yeah, Thomas yeah. and Friends. So, yeah, he has this thing, Lemon, where he has stickers for whatever reason, but he's really good at reading people, and he relates whatever he reads people to characters from the show, Thomas the Tank Engine, Thomas and Friends, whatever, mm-hmm. which I watched when I was a kid. And I, had some I had a bunch Thomas of them, dude. I had yeah. all of them. I had, to, I uh, had a fucking yeah. diesel. Fuck, I had a yeah. diesel ten. It had a little fucking hook, like yeah, like uh, I remember I I my grandparents bought me every every one of those. That was the hardest one to find. It was the the diesel with the claw. Uh, okay, and it was like the biggest enemy in one of the movies, and I loved Fuck, it. Yeah, and it was so cool. Yeah, dude, that shit was lit. They had, like little magnets the on the back of, of them too, trains. so you could like they would have magnets yeah. on them with a wooden track, and then you yeah, the them. wooden track, yeah, and you could piece them together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you ever have the carpet that had like roads? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. And I ended up getting a <laughs> electronic Thomas. So oh, you would flip a switch and he would just go around oh, on his own. Yeah, he has little electric wheels. Like, I, was I don't like, want like I Thomas was like, toys now. I was the Thomas the tank engine like savant. Wow. Like I was the guy with them as a kid like nice i loved them too i mean my my parent my mom would know more than me mm-hmm. but i remember like when i was real young liking them yeah i think my brothers my older brothers went through big phases of liking them so like it got passed down to me it's so funny um, it's such a funny thing to hold on to because it's so random you know how if you wouldn't understand of like when he's talking about gordon or mm-hmm. percy or yeah there's deep diesel. cut. Yeah, yeah there's deep like, cuts. It's deep cut Thomas the Tank. And that's just such a just such a funny random thing to have deep cuts on cuz I feel like most most people like stuff from I don't know like their early teens or something like yeah. I got really into Batman and st- I'm still a huge Batman fan, but this motherfucker liked Thomas the Tank when he was a little tyke and he's still vibing with. Him. I mean, so that's why he he explains it in one of them and it's like and it's so quick like yeah, that's why you like kind of need yeah. to watch it with subtitles. He's uh-huh. like, if you see shows nowadays, like what are they about? Like buying stuff, killing people, money, sure. drugs, all this stuff. He's like, there's no meaning to it. He's like, the last show that had true meaning to it was <laughs> Thomas and Friends. That's so. But good. it's like such a funny bit, like yeah. the whole bit about who's the Diesel. Is like a great way to be How like, you, who's the fucking mole? Yeah, like, who's the person? Who's the big this? bad? Yeah, it's just such a. Who writes that? Super niche. Who writes that? I don't it's know. So funny. Yeah. Who comes up with that? It's just ridiculous. It's, it's another thing that makes this movie fun and quirky. Yeah. So the twins are, at that point, there with Percy. Percy dies. They have to also get the briefcase. Now they have to try to fight the White Death or figure out how way to find who killed Percy so that they can give the briefcase back to the White Death. They get split up a bunch. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and they kind of have to go on their separate ways. They're uh, they're a duo. They're a dynamic duo. They're a team. Oh so. yeah. So it's like the only way that I feel like they would one of them would die is if they were split up and yeah. so they had to split up and go different ways on the train. Um, and then obviously, Lemon goes one way with the water bottle and the mm-hmm. sleeping stuff and meets ladybug and then gets in a fight and then ends up drinking the water that was then the sleeping powder mm-hmm. gets shot by prince prince shoots him after he shoots, shoots the father, the father. <laughs> yeah yeah and then he ends up having the vest on the whole time mm-hmm. but we think he's dead yeah and it cuts to the tangerine he has a huge fight with ladybug and that's nuts yeah and then he does he gets kicked off the train comes back on blah 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 and then they fight more um and then he when he gets back on the train yeah he's what looking for uh he's looking for i'm pretty sure ladybug um but one of the biggest interactions i think that they have is when after they f- after lemon and ladybug fight you get an interaction between tangerine and lemon and lemon goes i'm telling you dude i can read people mm, and yeah. that guy like right. the guy with the bucket hat and glasses is not the diesel mm-hmm. and so like it kind of shows and i think that's why later when they do find him like he does he does they like take team, the phone call and he yeah. doesn't like kill him they do team up yeah for that second um, like they're they're chill for a little bit he's chill like that bro they're just chill he's a goober i didn't know you were chill like that ladybug uh anyways tangerine is walking after he gets back onto the onto the train he meets prince prince is pulling her whole charade on him mm-hmm. and he turns around and sees the diesel sticker planted on her by lemon and was like you're the fucking diesel that was tough dude that was a great move by lemon that w- i had like an audible oh when we saw the diesel sticker and that's so funny i know that's right? so funny to by the end of the movie know what a fucking diesel sticker means and how much weight that holds yeah because that's massive because like, it's like we we know that as the audience but knowing like showing the characters realize that you're like oh man like now they know who the diesel is like that's a big deal yeah so he was about to shoot her mm-hmm Ladybug comes in, tussles with him, shoots him in the neck. He dies. Well, sh- the prince always pulls this cry wolf to me. Yeah, and it gets him almost every time. Yeah, I mean, it so. didn't deceive Lemon. Mm-hmm. Lemon kind of caught on to it, but then mm-hmm. obviously was well. He's roofied. good at reading people too. Yeah, right. And then that, but uh, yeah, and so that all happens. Then we get a scene between. That's the end of the. That's actually the end of the line for, for Tangerine. He 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 dies. Mm-hmm. He gets shot in the neck, and he's trying yeah. to say Diesel, yeah. and Brad, Brad Pitt's like, "You're a Diesel." Yeah, you're. <laughs> Thinks he's pointing at him, and it's like, "No." I love right before he dies. He's like, "You fucking bellend," <laughs> like spitting blood out. Ah, that was hard to watch. Yeah, a little it was bit. Very gory. I I loved him as a character, Tangerine. Yeah. Also, just killer fit. Oh yeah, just Three a cool piece. suit, cool dude, super cool. Great stash was great on fire. Yeah. yeah, great hair. He great, looked like just, a savage. What oh, I, yeah. you saw he, he 
punches through the train. Yeah. What a savage. With brass knuckles. Yeah. Boom, boom. I'm like, there's no fucking way. And he does it. I'm like, oh my I God. I mean, you can see it, dude. He's reaching for rage. He's Woo. like, I gotta punch through this. Yeah. Absolutely getting flung off that uh, th- off that train, though. There's no way. Didn't have time that. to just wait for the next stop. No. Nope. Nope. Um, Lemon. We'll switch back to Lemon. Lemon, ended, did we finish off with him? He he ends up surviving in the bathroom. So, yeah. Yeah, he, he, has, the best. The, he has the best. He wakes up. He's like, am I in hell? Which is very funny. And then he helps everybody at the end yeah he um, helps the, with the climax fight yeah so when he he tackles a guy out of the bullet train yeah would he didn't know there was water there right no he i was think just, he was just going full sending just yep. fuck it because tangerine's dead and just yeah he's like because that's when he looks he's like it's all right i think i've made another brother and oh, he yeah. says that to ladybug and ladybug's like, like really? really and he's like Fuck no. And he just like tackles that yeah. other bad guy off the train. He's like, there's no way. There's never another brother. No. And I, I think that's maybe the whole luck theme extends beyond Ladybug. You know, like Tan or Lemon experienced bad luck because Tangerine died. Yeah. And he experienced good luck because he fell into a pond or whatever it was. Yeah. And yeah. And then at the end, He's the one driving the tangerine truck, truck and, and kill. runs over yeah. the, the prince. And it's, I feel like he, he really has no. It's like your post credit scene because yeah. like I the I didn't catch that the first time, and then the second time I watched that, I was like, oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. Because well, yeah, you don't see that it's him driving it. Because it's the like truck. thirteen minutes l- before, right? Right. Yeah, because like that's the last thing we see. Yeah. But it makes sense because it's like. Why why did a tangerine truck kill the prince? But it it's makes more karma. sense because it was lemon driving, driving because it. it's like it's almost as if he sees that tangerine truck and he comes across it and it's like it's not just reminding him of tangerine his he brother. He looks it's at it he's saying, like no fucking way. Yeah, it's like it's almost like tangerine saying like finish the job. Yeah. You know, keep uh, going or something. There's something more than just the truck having oranges in it and it being a coincidence like it it told him something to to do that and that truck actually was the truck that almost hit brad pitt in the beginning of the oh movie was it really steps off the curb so that truck comes full circle oh that's funny as shit yeah. okay it's a tangerine truck that's funny um <laughs> yeah and he just drives away right he doesn't stop he just runs nah, her over and keeps, keeps going. going why look back yeah He's not getting anything out of that wreckage. No. No. Um, next person we can go over is the prince. So the prince is basically Cry Wolf. Mm-hmm. Uh, she manipulates people into doing her dirty work. She's there to kill the White Death. She uses the father to mm-hmm. try to kill the White Death. She has multiple mm-hmm. ways of doing it. She rigs the briefcase. Yep to explode and she also has a gun because the white death is known for using the assassinate people who try to assassinate him's weapons on them so yeah. she's hoping that he'll pull the trigger on her and, on her and explode or either on her the or father, on the father yeah but she pivots right yeah and she pivots when she has to. she leans in hard trying to get him to kill her 
Um, dude, and then he just doesn't. Talk about, the, do the suits just like sit, how about uh, when she has the father in the bathroom, she's yeah. like, you're going to go through every combination. Like, <laughs> that sucks. Yeah. Dude, just sweating in the bathroom trying yeah. to find combinations. Um, yeah, and she she also has like this weird sense of luck connected mm-hmm. to her too, where she's like, "Didn't I tell you I'm lucky like that?" And I'm like, "Fuck this, fuck this hoe." Yeah, you know, she pissed me off throughout the whole movie because yeah. like, she's the diesel man. She's, like yeah. she's, <laughs> yeah. She, it's crazy because she discover. is the big she is like the big bad until mm-hmm. the white death the white death in. shows up yeah well the white death all had always been like this big looming big bad yeah big but she was the one that was present he's the big dad big bad <laughs> she was the one on the train making all this shit go wrong yeah yeah so yeah that that's rough for her that her dad just at least from her perspective, I guess, like her dad just wouldn't do it. Yeah. It's like she wasn't even worth it. It, yeah, he it wasn't at her. Yeah. It's like, ooh. Yeah. Uh she manipulates everybody, runs away after the elder like scares her with some elder talking shit. Uh and then she disappears until the end and mm-hmm. she's like, I brought you. It's my luck yeah. that I like brought my father to your feet. Now I'm going to be known as the white death. And then she gets hit by the tangerine truck. Hell yeah. See, that was one of the things where the movie kept going. Right. And you're like, you're like, how many bits can they pull off in this movie? And yeah. just like, you're like, just keep doing it. It just doesn't. And it end. just, and it extends the movie more. Like, it's like, oh, she's still alive. And then, boom. Okay, now she's... Okay, so now the movie's over. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. we, could, we could probably move on to the next character. Uh, I got the wolf. So the wolf mm-hmm. is the guy who Ladybug runs into when he's trying to get off the platform. He is this... Made his way through the cartel into this massive cartel and was basically yeah, a hit from man Mexico. From Mexico. Yeah. Um. And he falls in love with a woman while he's working his way up in the rankings. Mm-hmm. The El Cigarro or Cigarro. Yeah. And but he, Ladybug keeps fucking it up. Yeah. Right? And the handler is like, it's. I think she's basically rolling her R's and he can't or yeah. he just won't. Yeah. Um, And so this dude, fall, the, the wolf falls in love. And then he is at his wedding day. They show his flashback. He's at his wedding day. And everyone at his wedding gets poisoned, mm-hmm. but he doesn't get poisoned because Ladybug bumps into him and spills wine on him. And so he walks away from the cake yeah. e- eating ceremony and wipes himself down. And then everyone who ate cake a second ago started throwing up mm-hmm. and dying because they got the boom sling. So why was Ladybug there? He was, I think they show his, the handler was telling him that you remember his face because you were there for I think he was there to kill the wolf not the wolf but the wolf's like main guy oh, or he okay. was there to extract something from that like okay. to get uh, like yeah some sort of information from that and so he was a cocktail waiter at the right cuz the hornet was the one who actually she was the killed pastry, everyone yeah she was the, she pastry, was the pastry chef, chef. yeah um yeah yeah <laughs> and so he thinks that the whole time he thinks that it's the 
No, he knows that it's the Hornet, but he remembers seeing. He probably thinks that uh, Ladybug worked with the Hornet. So when he sees mm. Ladybug on the train, then he fights them. Yeah, and it doesn't end well for him because he just has this massive knife. Right, and he's just trying to like stab this dude in close combat and mm-hmm. throws the knife and bounces it off and right to his heart. And I think what was what was really cool about even when you introduce these side characters who aren't, they're not the main ones. No, they're there quick. But they they have their own character developments. There was even the bit with the wolf where he would see something, a possession of someone he just killed, and, and he, he would, would take, take it. it. Like yeah. the knife, and I think. The boots. The, the boots, the, and hat. the hat. Yeah, and like even that little just detail was cool because it, it just develops him more as a person than yeah than the character just, right yeah than just then being like who the this fuck guy is from this? the cartel um so the wolf is actually played by the artist bad bunny which i've never i don't think oh really okay to bad bunny but bad bunny is i didn't know yeah that's cool mm-hmm. interesting I was yeah like, oh cool nice little tidbit well done so the wolf is short lasted same with the hornet yeah that um, was that was Quickly introduced and quickly killed. Yes. Real quick. I mean, she's sprinkled in throughout the movie because it's mm-hmm. like, oh, the pastry chef. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but the Hornet is essentially dressed up the entire time to come and take the money that's in the briefcase. Uh, she was just there to extract the money, right? She just wanted to get paid, but she yeah. was there to kill the kid and extract the money, I think. She ends up killing. Oh, yeah. She was going to kill. Right. And she was paid via the The ransom ransom money. money. He's like, Ladybug's like, that's that's so dark. Yeah. Kill Uh, someone and get paid by their ransom money. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So. Uh, So then she fights. And this ties in the snake the because snake. the venom. Yeah, she she's uses been using the the boom slang, oh, snake. Uh, snake venom to kill all her victims, and it like congeals your blood and comes out of all of the holes in your body. Um, and that's played by Zazie Beats, I think, is her name. Okay. Um, but real, just real quick. Yeah. Like she she's sprinkled throughout the movie because she's hiding as that like mascot character, mm-hmm. and then. She is in at the end. He's like looking at the photos that the wolf had for who his hit assignment was. Yeah. And he like he's like looking at it and he pulls it away and she's right there. Yeah. And then they're having that scuffle and she has the venom and like is trying to stab him with the venom the whole time. Mm -hmm. And she she outsmarts him because he uses the briefcase to stop her. And then she drops the uh, syringe on his hand and I'm like, Oh wow. She was smart. And then all of a sudden he takes it out and he's like, he takes it out and stabs her in the neck and then squirts it in. Yeah. Which sounds funny. Or the shoulder. Yeah. But that was, that was a gasping moment when the needle was dropped on his hand. You're you're like, like, Oh "Oh, fuck. fuck. He's He's dead. Yeah. He's dead. Yeah. There's no way. And then he's like the nice little standoff that they have. They're like Mm -hmm. 30 seconds. And the venom's going to do its thing. And they like, they really have that standoff. Like, it's just kind of like, who's going to like, is she going to draw the anti-venom or what? <clears throat> and like, yeah. as soon as she does, he just grabs it and stabs himself in yeah. the back with it. And it's like, oh, wow. 
And then he's trying to console her. Yeah. It's like, why didn't you have two? Why didn't you I'm have so two? sorry. Now I'm mansplaining. Yeah. And he's like, do you want some water? Do yeah. you want me to hold you? Can She's hold like, your hand. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Uh, he's just trying so hard. <sighs> so that was, that, that's, that's the Hornet. Um, then we get the elder. The elder is the father of the father. Mm-hmm. And then, well, real quick, Ladybug gets bit like, fucking crazy by that snake later but he oh had, yeah he still he had, had the venom in him yeah it's like a good dose of anti-venom so i hope i'm okay yeah <laughs> and like that's along the lines of him being lucky because he yeah. had it because the snake actually bit him yeah he's the only one the snake bit in the movie he puts it in the smart toilet and writes do not open snake, snake. yeah <laughs> this is stupid uh all right yeah the elder He's the father's father. Pretty badass guy. We yeah. learned that he was part of the uh, like what was Japanese it called? mob. Yeah. Basically. It was they didn't say Yakuza, but it was basically that. He was bas- he's basically number two. Yeah. At, before the White Death took came in and took over and whatnot. So he was he has this long standing revenge uh you know hatred towards the white death yeah because the white death infiltrated the gang and then burned it down to the ground and took all of took over and just killed everybody Mm -hmm. like cleaned house yeah so this old loyal guy is basically like "Mm -mm." i mean he just he kind of moved on with his life i mean he did i mean i wouldn't say he moved on like he raised his kid but he was talking about how for years he was trying to get yeah to cross paths with yeah with your boy the white death Mm-hmm. But it was it was a long time yeah, from when it waited. happened to when he was older. Yeah, I guess you know the whole patience. And he comes on. Ooh, excuse me. He comes on the train, like Kyoto or something, and he explains. So pretty late on in the movie, he yeah, comes on like the train. late, late, late. And he explains, and this is one of my favorite scenes: is when he's like, "Let me tell you a story," and Ladybug's like, "Nah, I'm good." Nah. He's like, no, no, you'll like it. He's like, "Nah, I'm good," and he's like. All right, I'm going to say it anyways. Mm-hmm. He's like, why? I'm going to tell you a story now. No, I'm good. It's short. Really, I'm fine. No. It's very quick. No, no. It's a good story for you, I think. And so he tells a story about what ladybug means, mm-hmm. um, which is fairly important, and talking about how, like, old legends is that the ladybug had seven spots seven uh black dots on its back for like the seven sorrows that it, of the world that it carried so that ev- others around it may have good fortune mm-hmm. um and as he's like telling this story i don't know if you noticed it but they're like on the train and the sun shines the yeah. sun pops up and the sun like shines on ladybug's face and yeah. it's like almost ex- it's like you've kind of gotten the parts of like he is actually lucky throughout the movie because he's had so much shit happen to him but still alive Mm -hmm. uh and then you have the elder explaining and it just is like i don't know it was really cool editing as as it's like a kind of upbeat moment the sun shines on ladybug's face and like shows like you're kind of like the chosen one like you're kind of like here for a reason Mm -hmm. and yeah literally um yeah it was that was hard to miss for sure. And like he was even like squinting and yeah, just it was almost distracting him. But yeah, 
And then so the elder's brings... there to fight the White Death. Ends up fighting him. Badass. Yeah. Badass, badass fight. Badass fight with swords, dude. Yeah. Katanas. His little cane. Little duck cane, right? His little duck head, I think. Little duck. Little duck. Little dirty duck. Dirty dangle. Dirty dangle, boys. Um, Yeah, that's pretty much... That's the elder. I mean, that's basically the elder. He's, He's, you know, honorable, cool guy. I love that actor. That guy's cool. He's in a lot of shit. He's super cool, yeah. He was in Mortal Kombat. The new one, which is kind of fun. Yeah. And he was in uh, Last Samurai, Tom Cruise. Mm. Yeah. Was he cool. was he, he was, Scorpion? Yeah, he was, he was Scorpion in it. Or was he Sub-Zero? I watched that. He was Scorpion. Yeah. I know, I did too. I liked it. Yeah. yeah. Get over here. Get over here. Next up. White Death. White Death is who I have next, yeah. Dude, when I found out that the White Death was, was Michael, Michael Shannon, Shannon I <laughs> cackled. <laughs> the The first time I saw Michael Shannon was in the HBO show Boardwalk Empire. Okay, yeah. And he's just the worst in that show. He's, he's just the weirdest looking man God. I've seen in my life. In the show, he's like this God-fearing... Oh, um. Oh, I forgot what you call them, but they were like the, they were the police force, the detectives who hunted down like bootleggers and all that stuff. Yeah. And he, he just turned out to be the weirdest, most awful guy in that show. And I've never, I can't unsee He's got him. a weird face. He does. He's got a and weird, and he's, he's weird. I don't think he's ever a good guy in any no. movies I watch. He's like just typecasted as like he's a so bad funny. dude. And he's like, he's a, uh. General Zod in the yeah. Superman movies, and he's just just wild. Yeah, he's an interesting dude. So when um, I saw him, I was like, "Ah, oh, God, okay." I wanted it to be like Mickey Rourke or something. I thought it was gonna be like Mickey Rourke. <laughs> he's probably he's way too old at this. point. I don't think bit. so. <laughs> oh, I don't. Th- I think, think he'd be ready? fine. I think he's ready. They were I, they were trying to misconstrue with the uh, with the hair. Yeah, that's probably why you're like Mickey Rourke. Probably. We get Mickey Rourke from Iron Man to just the, yeah. the haircut. We just stole from Iron Man 2. Yeah. Put it on Michael Shannon. He came in with this fucking Russian accent. He came in with this mask and was playing Russian roulette. Yeah. And it was kind of hot for some reason. <laughs> How about like old time's sake? Just running it down his arm. Yeah. So Hello, what have we White yeah. Death comes on. You realize he. He gives away that he is the father to the prince. Mm-hmm. He want he got all of these people on the train because they're yeah. all they've all fucked him over at some point in his life. He so basically orchestrated all of this, just hoping they'd kill each they'd other. They'd kill each other, um, and he wanted Carver, not yeah. Ladybug. Um, yeah, and so he's just kind of the big bad. He shows up. He has a sick sword fight with the elder. He gets stabbed. Down his down, fucking yeah, his like chest right and before collarbone. his heart, like still lives. Yeah, and I mean, then goes, crashes, and then it crashes. The the train crashes, and then he gets up, gets up, and he has the gun, and he's like, he's like, I am the White Death. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, 
the whole thing about him is he is the he is the spider. He is the spider that created the web that leads mm-hmm. everything to where it is. And so like, yeah, it's a big bad, but like I mean, you knew he wasn't gonna live, right? Yeah. In these the, movies the big bad doesn't so like he the was whole just point the of this is eventually the... he's gonna he's gonna come in and something's gonna happen. Yeah. And like just the way movies work you're not going to have the big bad win. No. Even in a crazy movie like this. Yeah. Like you don't want to end the movie on that note. Um, but who's going to do it? So that's more of the conversation. Not if it's going to happen. Right. Yes. That is who I have for the main characters other than Percy. That's, 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 that's Percy is it. just kind of like his other kid that you have some fun blames. side characters. Yeah, you got he, like the, Conduct, not the conductor, but the ticket taker, whatever. The ticket taker, and then the that's a good bit, and the, then uh, the gosh attendant, the I attendant, guess. Yeah, she was like the train serving, attendant serving food. That little food break in between the fight, the fight of that was Tangerine good. And oh my god, dude! When um, Ladybug is like, yeah, I gave all my cash to that to Shanning Tatum. He's like, can you? Yeah, I gave him, yeah, so you wouldn't kill me. He's like, can you spot me? He makes him buy his water. It's so good. Bro, I just remember I gave all my money to that guy to wear my hat and glasses. How much for the bottle of water, though? And he's like, you want water? He's like, no, I'm good. He's like, you sure? And he closes the bottle and throws it at his head, dude. Just domes so him. So funny. Sparkling. Yeah. That was great. Ugh. Just It's just full of bits. The whole thing's full of bits. The whole thing is a bit. And that's probably it's why bits on I bits love on it. bits. That's why yeah. I love it. It's just, I, yeah, and I, yeah, it's like you find out Carver is Ryan Reynolds. Oh yeah, which Fuck, is the, one of the biggest like too. yeah, and and then you get the and Sandra Bullock at the end too yeah. is the handler that shows up. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is perfect because like Ryan Reynolds, like he's the guy that like he just shows he doesn't say anything. He just smirks. Yeah, he just gets out of the car. That he's kills just that shit talking guy that you can just you can tell he sucks. You can shit on him, yeah. but like that's part of him. Like that's part of what makes him so funny. Yeah. Like, oh, of course it's Ryan Reynolds, even though I wouldn't really think of it. Mm-hmm. In the movie, they have these small little bits where they'll flash back and forth between stuff. But one of some of the things that made me laugh is lemon talking about having the briefcase and he's like with the thomas the tank engine sticker on it and then it like cuts to it having the sticker on the handle and it's mm-hmm. like Hoo-hoo! and it's like choo choo it like makes the thomas noise and shows the sticker and it's like it's the small stuff like that that really makes me laugh yeah um let's see what i have here quiet train fight scene we went over it but it's like that woman who oh yeah She's Lemon just not happy. First of all, why is she yelling at Lemon? Because I'm pretty sure it's train etiquette to let the people off the train first. And she's like, "Excuse me," and he's like, "You're fucking excused." And she's like, oh. and yeah. then later she's like screaming at them while they're fighting. <laughs> and uh, Brad Pitt says, "Eat a bag of dicks, yeah. lady." And he's I love like, oh. when he just says the most off the wall shit. Yeah. Oh man, the. Yeah, there's just so many things that go together that's really good. There was even like a cool little transitional cut that was fun. It's they would er- every now and then show an outside shot of the train going, and there was one where you were following the left side of the train, and it was real quick. But 
an oncoming train came and it's like it crashed right into you and then it yeah, just yeah. cut into the train like yeah it's just even it's just tiny stuff here and there it just really adds to it and just makes it makes it fun and different throughout uh ladybug talking to his handler like they just have like subtle jokes where he's like in the bathroom he's like look at this smart toilet mm-hmm. and she's like what are you doing in there like with this toilet and he's like they make like a subtle joke about the term whack he's like i'm gonna whack them they're gonna something. whack gonna me whack and she's like oh no did you bring that back he's like, he's like why'd br- you say that he's, he's like, like i'm bringing it back I'm bringing it back just like it should be left where it, it yeah. needs to stay where it was mm-hmm. that's like funny stuff like that yeah um yeah it's like if if the dialogue doesn't tell you what's happening in the story it's funny they don't really talk about it that train just derails and flattens a village it's insane i guess one of the characters we missed that isn't a character though was the water bottle because that was that's that's a great bit that's so funny big a big thing like they yeah. go back and they show you how, where it's been it was the, with everybody and i love how you, with the water bottle it's constantly rolling and just where it's at changes but yeah. it's not like it, it never stops rolling in a way no yeah and or it's like it's, it's the a, same like framing or shot he or wants something of it bubble tea right yeah. and he gets the water bottle mm-hmm. and then it's with him on the 17 kill mission yeah and then it's on the train and then it's the sleep the sleep it has, powders in it and it's it rolling has around. the most adventurous little time and it's so great bottle. how they they pull that in yeah you know what i mean like they tie that in it's so unnecessary because it so just funny. rolls up to the father and then yeah. it's like all of a sudden he's like <gasps> and it's like the water bottle right it's just it's it just shined a little light on the so water unnecessary bottle. but so funny when yeah it brings it's like you they've back. done it with everything else in the movie why not fucking do it with the water bottle? it would because it, it they, kept being brought up yeah and like you you see it getting swept up and like dumped in the trash mm-hmm. uh and that but that's how like all of the movie went before something happened Usually you got some sort of explanation of why it's happening or what's going on. Yeah. So for it to just roll up would kind of be like, oh, okay, sure. Like I wouldn't question it, but for them to actually do that, you're like, okay, yeah. I mean, it's following the pattern of what what we've how seen for the last like told. two hours. Yeah. yeah. Um, they do the fight scene with the White Death is really funny. Uh, and they do like I need a hero, but in like I th- I believe like a Japanese cover. Uh-huh. And so I thought, I thought you know how you were talking about the movie kind of at one point drags on and is a little bit of a lull. Mm-hmm. Um, that it like ramps it up again. Yeah, with that. And like Ladybug gets yeah. lucky. Like the, it's funny those two minions are like, why do why do we have to open up this briefcase? What if it's a bomb? Like mm-hmm. why like do you think these stupid masks are gonna save us? Yeah. And then they open it and it blows up and it sends Ladybug like onto the train again <laughs> and uh and the white death on. And speaking of Ladybug he has so many chances to get off and on the train so many times and like he's just and so upset every time yeah. he has to get back on. Like when he's with the prince and she's like, yeah. my bag, my bag is stuck. And she's doing it on purpose. And he's mm-hmm. like, come on. He's like, ah, and he has to like get back on it. it. Yeah. It, you can just feel the emotion of him just being like, I don't want to do this anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm just done. Yeah. I wanted to walk away from the beginning. Yeah. It's, it's great. Well, while we're on the topic of ladybug, I think now is a good time to talk about one of our first ads. This 
podcast is brought to you by Ladybug's Bucket Hats. Never leave home without one of Ladybug's premium bucket hats. These bucket hats aren't just stylish, but bring you good luck. Each hat carries the seven stars of the world, so you don't have to worry. Everywhere you walk, you will have good fortune with this hat. Each hat has a hand-sewn ladybug on the inside to ensure you will have this luck snuggled against your head while you wear it. Use code FATE for 7% off your next bucket hat. That is code F-A-T-E for 7% off your next purchase. Very nice. Do they come in multiple colors or just... I think there's multiple colors and different styles and stuff, but everyone is like their their tag is uh, the hand-sewn ladybug on the inside. I love that. I would definitely buy that. Yeah. They're designer kind of. They're nice. All right. Should we do our next ad? Yeah, let's hear it. A close friend of the pod says, life moves pretty fast. Sometimes as fast as a bullet train filled with so much action that you're getting hit from all sides and from people you don't even know. Well, trains need to stop, and so do you. And that's where Ladybug Lines can help. Ladybug Lines is a call-in phone service that provides calming and insightful advice that will help you find balance in your day. Our Ladybugs are all specially trained in mastering their own emotions and evaluating their actions and behaviors. They're trained? Yeah. There's several people. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Just the one. I get There's it. No. Huh. This is a popular service, dude. People I, are getting their phones ringing off the hook. I have. Not only can they help translate them. these things for you, they can teach you how to do it yourself. Better yourself, find your zen, and share your enlightenment with others. At times, this may backfire or smack you in the face, but it may also bring you luck when the train crashes. Call Ladybug Lines today at one 800 lady help us help you i just can't believe everybody uh and that staff has been trained everyone's trained only trained professionals can give spiritual and whatever enlightened advice. advice exactly we we went through most of i sprinkled in my beautiful my cool facts throughout this but beautiful. i will say that lady gaga was originally asked to come on the movie to be the handler. Oh. Um, but she was filming House of Gucci, so mm. there was scheduling conflicts. So she was going to be Sandra Bullock. Sure. Um, I thought Sandra Bullock was a nice surprise. Yeah. I, I didn't. Did. I noticed her voice immediately. Did you? I did. I didn't. I didn't. Uh, I didn't catch that at all. Yeah. I had no idea who. I wasn't really thinking about it. Mm-hmm. I didn't know who it was. And then Leechman. Leechman, the leecher, the leechman. <laughs> the leech. He has a pretty close bond with uh, Keanu Reeves, obviously, through um, John Wick. John Wick and everything. And yeah. so they wanted to do another cameo with uh, Keanu Reeves being Barry, the therapist to Ladybug, because Ladybug oh. brings up Barry a lot. Yeah. Um, but they just never, it never came to fruition. Dang. But. That would have been kind of fun. Barry. Yeah. That would have been fun. All right, categories. I'm not even going to ask you. I'm just going to say this was my first impression of the movie. <laughs> this is a colorful, action-packed, fast-paced jigsaw puzzle story that only David Leach could have made worth watching. Wow. Way more eloquent than mine. Yeah. 
I said, that's why uh, I didn't even ask you. Do you want to know or should we just skip I do. It? I just said, I want to watch it again now. <laughs> that was my... That was my first impression. I wish everybody who was is listens to this podcast could have just seen Drew's face. I want to watch it now. <laughs> I want to watch it again, and I want to watch it now. Exactly. It's my money, and I want it now. It's my movie. I love movies. <laughs> I fucking... Dude, I'm, thanks for feeding me this movie. Yeah. Well, feed you to be fair, yes, absolutely. You you fed us a good suggestion for the pod. This was one I definitely wanted to watch. I just hadn't gotten to it yet, but yeah. I thought it was a great one for Well, for it's because you fed me Atomic Blonde, so in turn, I baby birded one back to your mouth. Mother bird, mother bird. On a scale of 0 to 10, not to 10, what would you rate this movie? Uh, you, so, <laughs> we are overhauling our scale. This is a overhaul episode. Somebody, yeah, I'm at it. That's, that's, that's how I rate these every time. I, okay, Pull so it, we're, IMDb, we're overhauling it. Just hit the button. IMDB gave it a 7.3. Yeah. We're, I this agree. Is, I've I, made this. Stop. Shut up. Go. <laughs> We're rating them one to five. We're giving them five stars. We're going to one to five. So are we not even... We're making our own scale now. So we're not even looking at IMDb. No. Good. Not anymore. One to five? One to five stars. Do we do halves or no? You can do halves. if you. But that's if, it. If you're really conflicted. If you're really conflicted. God damn You it. have to sleep on it. To be like, oh, okay. I can't think. Okay, I've, I kind of want to go through all of our others and, nah. Not well, now. I just like in my head just so I know. Yeah. Uh, okay, out of five, Yeah. I'd give it a four. You? I gave it a three. Oh. You're already fucking hitting hard on this. On this. I, I would give it a three because I didn't necessarily think it was the greatest movie I have no, ever seen. No, but I had seen. so much fun watching it. But it was a lot of fun. I also know that I will rewatch this movie and thoroughly enjoy it. And yeah. that's a big part of like me liking movies. Yeah. And I think it was it was way better than I thought it was gonna be. Yeah. And I think maybe I just I'm in a little bit of a honeymoon phase with the movie because I watched it last night. Well yeah, I mean that's how I feel well, that's how I felt after I watched it too. You're immediately like, "This is so much fun." Yeah, like that's how I described the movie mm -hmm. to you. I was like, "It's a lot of fun and very colorful." You're like, yeah. "Okay, yeah." That's what you said to me. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Overall. Four, four to five. Drew stamped. Three out of five. Chase stamped. Stars of. Movie approval feeders. That's tough. I don't know, man. Maybe it's a 3.5. I So I was conflicted on giving it a 3.5, and I was like, I'll give it a 3. Okay, I'm going to give it a 3.5. Okay. Because I feel like after thinking about it, yeah, 4 is a little high. 4 is like four is like your favorite Nolan film before but your favorite Nolan It's like Nolan my man. scale. I'm not comparing yeah. this to, like, Dick. I don't want... I compare this to Dick. If we're establishing rules to our rating system, it's not what it's what I think. It's and how I feel about it. Yeah. Like to me, I would say Christmas Vacation 
is a five out of five. I know because you love because it. that like because for a Christmas movie, that's what it is. Yeah. I mean, this is not a, I'm not putting this scale out like fucking Siskel and Ebert right now. OK. I'm not here to write columns on this shit. I'm just telling you, but I thought it would be easier for us to make up our mind with. A that's no, I, 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 we got to make some things easier on ourselves. And this is one of those. Yes. All right. From a, on a scale from A to Z, where did you rate this movie? A W. Four. Whack. Because I'm bringing it back. Nice. Nice. <laughs> what would you rate it? I said I would rate it an I. Four. Four. I took the velocity of the train and divided it by the mass and realized I don't know how to fucking drive a bullet train. <laughs> I thought that was a really good line. That was good. Movie uh, Genie grants you one item from this movie. What is it? Um, I wrote three th- things down. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I'll give you it because my item is not one item. Um, one, the, my first thought was it's actually a cool looking briefcase. Okay. But I looked it up and it's a Toomey briefcase and it sells for $1,800. Jesus Christ. Um, it is aluminum. Okay. Or aluminum. Yep. All right. The other thing I said was look like male ATJ and have his suit. It's a male ATJ. It is. It's not ATJ. It's not ATJ. It's not AT. It's not the goddess of the It's pod. not the ATJ, but it's the, the male, male ATJ. And it's a- Aaron Tyler Johnson. I think so. It's not. It's it's different. It's not t- Taylor. It's Aaron Tyler Johnson. Aaron Taylor Johnson. Is it Taylor Johnson? Yeah. Fuck, dude. Dude, what if they just? What if what the ATJ squared? Wow. Right, that'd be a match made in heaven. And then I, th- my next thought was, ooh, or to have that chick in your ear. The chick in your It'd ear. It'd be cool the to have like a handler to tell you what's going on. Ah, kind of at times. Yeah. So, I don't know. I just lo- I just love ATJ's look yeah. in this. Mm-hmm. Just such a good looking yeah. dude. Oh, and f- when Channing Tatum's like very posh. God, that's a good walk or whatever. Yeah, he's got it's a great so walk. So funny. Love that. Love the posh. Love the suit. Love everything. So, I don't know. I said Ladybug's outfit. The green jumpsuit with the bucket hat and glasses. That's cozy. That's like, if I could grow long hair, I would do, I would be that for Halloween. You should do it. That's a great Halloween costume. No one would get it, but I I think it's funny. I'll do it with you. The bucket hat. Yeah. It's nice. That's funny. Um... Two fictional awards this would win. Innovative Story Structure Award. That's cute. With all of the flashbacks. Yeah. Which aren't new, but they do it. It's such a big part of the story and throughout the story, not just the beginning and middle. Like They even do it up until the end. So I just really thought that that was such a highlight of the movie. So I did that. And then I also, my second award is um, Male ATJ is Hottest award just has a he just has a great i just he just looks great in this movie i just want to be him he does look great the hair the suit the mustache the walk <sighs> yeah what a man what a what a fucking dude what uh what two fictional awards that and you know that just made it that much tougher for him to me to watch him to die yeah 
didn't like that. They made it comedic though, because he's like, Day Law. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I had closest to anime you can get without being anime. I thought that award. was a great point. That I totally see that. Yeah. I think that's very cool. goofy. Yeah, but they didn't they didn't do like the cliche anime. No. Like stuff, but the way things went about story wise. Yeah. And so is. one of the points I forgot to bring up was that uh a lot of the fights were um based off of Jackie Chan and mm. the way that he would fight in all his movies on like how you can bring combat but also have like yeah. comedy with combat. So like a lot of the one-on-ones was like, yeah. it's like funny comedy. That's a great point. You know yeah, what I mean? I, I totally but it's also that. like violent combat with like, mm-hmm. I'm throwing a water bottle at your head. But it's or still I'm funny. Sh- I'm yeah. saying witty shit at you. That's cool. That is, I, uh, I grew up watching rush hour and Shanghai noon and Shanghai nights. Yeah. I loved those. And those, those totally have that. Yeah. It's a good point. Um, and my second award is the Brad Pitt Cool Guy Award. Brad Pitt he's Cool Guy. So cool, but he's also he just is. a goober. Yeah. He's you know what? I'm changing this to the Goober Award. The mo- official Official Movie Feeders Goober Award goes to Brad Pitt and Bullet Train. Love it. For being a goober. Yeah. He's gotta poop the whole time too. I think at the end he talks about he's a poop. Oh yeah. He says he wants he like... wants to poop. He's like, I wish if I had one in the chamber, I'd use the smart toilet. And then at the end he's like, Oh, wasabi peas. And he's yeah. talking to the handler. He's like, I think he says he has to poop. He says something yeah. He, she's like, you gotta walk faster though. He says something like he's got a turtle head poking out. He doesn't say that, but yeah. he says something like something that. Something along the line of yeah. Alright, drinking game? Yes. Smash it. All right. Let's play a game, just me and you. You want to drink? Drink to your leg. I'll drink to your leg. Okay, so we drink our legs. <laughs> Don't be such a square. Everybody who's anybody drinks. I drink your milkshake. Why is the rum gone? What would be so? Hair of the dog that bit me. Bourbon on the rocks. That'll do it. All right, here's the official movie feeders drinking game for Bullet Train. All right. So, first rule, take a sip when there is a flashback in time. Flashback. Rule two, take a sip whenever the train stops. So when it stops at a new platform or its final destination at the end. Rule three, sip every time someone mentions Carver. Who is Harvard, dude. the assassin hitman that Ladybug is filling in for? Mm-hmm. Rule four: Take a sip when there is a Thomas the Tank reference. We're yeah. gonna limit this yeah. to one per scene, though. Yeah, because if they're talking about it a bunch, yeah, during... like it's not like every time he says yeah. Thomas the Tank, but like a new scene and they talk about Thomas again. Makes sense. Yeah. And rule five. Finish your drink when the diesel is revealed. Who is the who is the real diesel on the train? Dun dun dun. Well, we know because we talked about. We it. know, and like you kind of figured out too. But it's when the characters realize it. Too. Yeah, it's, it's when it's everyone it's realizes it. Yeah. it. But I mean, well, it's really when Tangerine realizes it. Yeah. Cool. Coop. Closing remarks. I definitely want to watch this again with subtitles, uh, just to catch everything. Uh, there's a lot of stuff you mentioned that I did miss. Uh, 
I'm curious to see how I like this movie just going forward. I feel like it'll be one that I revisit here and there and enjoy. I thought it was great. I thought it was super fun. Yeah. Highly recommend for anyone to watch it. I think it's very quick and witty, so some people may not grasp it, and that's why I encourage people to listen or watch it with subtitles on so they can kind of like – grab some of that because the first time i watched it i didn't get the whole banter between wearing a vest or not mm-hmm. in the beginning and then that like is a that thing that comes back up later and yeah so yeah I, I um i think a lot of times these movies where they are quick and witty and over the top action they can kind of suck like they can kind of just not hit the mark yeah but this one does it's well done great mm-hmm. cast great writing great editing everything like it's it is just really well done, and and um, I'll say it one last time, just super fun. So yeah, give it a shot, especially if you know. That's why Hopefully I was like, let's do it for this one. I feel this, like, but yeah, around this time, you know, people get together and watch movies because it's cold outside. Yeah, recommend to other people if you liked it. Just feed them movies like we're doing. Just fucking, we're just feeding. S- we're just housing movies over here. What's our next one? Can't tell you. <laughs> you got to check out the guessing game on at Movie Feeders. 